the immigrant We are living in the same land Sharing the same sun Who is the immigrant If we are coming from the same Mother of creation Who is the immigrant Welcome to Impact. I'm your host, Pamela Anchang. Impact is a show where immigrants and Americans discuss America today. We have an exciting lineup of hot topics, entertainment, and profiles you can't afford to miss. To you all in true American fashion, we say, what's up? On today's show, we will examine how immigrants are the lifeblood of America through innovation and what would happen if we impeded their supply with bands and walls. To discuss this important topic are some brilliant immigrant innovators who you will soon hear about as they once more revolutionize some aspects of American life and culture. We have Mr. Rakesh Tamabatula, founder and CEO of the revolutionary Quick Sonic Zoe Facial Massage Tool. An inventor with multiple patents under his belt, Rakesh's key strategy for success is focused on quality and high standards in all products and services offered. We have Mr. Martin Casper, founder, president, and CEO, BSI Technologies, Inc., also known as Solomatic.com. He is a distinguished engineer who has worked as senior global quality engineer, senior reliability engineer, advanced manufacturing engineer, senior manufacturing engineer in various Fortune 500 companies, including Zero Graphics, Xerox, Aerospace, Rockwell, Boeing, Window Treatment Systems, Louvre Drape, Magstripe, Heat, American Magnetics, etc. He is a 2018 Lifetime Achievement nominee for Marquis's Who is Who in Science and Engineering. We also have Mr. Sanjay B. Dalal, founder and CEO of All Going, a leading business community. He is a digital marketing consultant, author, speaker, serial entrepreneur, and community volunteer. Look out for much-needed inspiration in the Impact Best Self Word with Dr. Lori Niba, a champion and advocate for women's business leadership and girls' empowerment. Needless to say, we will bring you an exciting show rich in culture through Music Master Charles, giving you only the best of world music. Please buckle up and let's enjoy this ride. You are listening to Impact with Pamela Anchang on Pacifica Radio, KPFK 90.7 FM. Please join the conversation by sharing your thoughts on our Facebook page at Impact with Pamela Anchang and follow me on Instagram at Pam Anchang. Impact with Pamela Anchang, Twitter at Pamela Anchang, and finally, our YouTube channel, Team TV, Voice of Immigrants in America, where you can subscribe and find the video broadcast of this show. Now let's begin with a hot topic of the day. How have immigrants shaped America through innovation? Now, immigration has always been controversial in the United States. Centuries ago, Benjamin Franklin worried that too many German immigrants would overwhelm America's predominantly British culture. Next came the Irish, who were characterized as lazy drunks. And then came a wave of new immigrants from Poland, Italy, Russian Jews, believed to be too different from what they had come to consider American. Today, it is fear of Latin America, Asian, African or people of African descent. 
Why such an aversion when all studies or indicators point to immigration as the lifeblood that feeds this great nation? Without immigrants, most of the innovation we enjoy wouldn't exist, at least not in the form they exist today. Silicon Valley, for instance, and other high-tech sectors represent human capital that has fueled our economy through the new products developed by immigrants and jobs created for millions of Americans. Many of these big ideas, big and small, have helped shape American life as we know it. Some worth noting inventions include, and inventors as well include, Albert Einstein from Germany, Italy, Switzerland, and quite a host of other countries, a name pretty much synonymous with important and genius. Billionaire Sergey Brin from Russia, co-founder of Google. Steve Chen from Taiwan, co-founded YouTube. As a matter of fact, he did with Jawed Karim from East Germany. Ariana Huffington, who we all know, one of the most powerful women in the world when it comes to media. She is the co-founder of the Huffington Post. We have Russian immigrant Adolf Levit invented the donuts we all enjoy. Did you know that? And of course, we know German immigrants brought America's signature fast food hamburgers. Levi Strauss came from Germany. He founded the first company ever to sell blue jeans, which Americans love so much. Joseph Pulitzer came from Hungary and founded the Pulitzer Prize, which goes to the best journalists. Rupert Murdoch came from Australia. Murdoch revolutionized the journalism game and was founder and CEO and chairman of News Corporation, the second largest media conglomerate. As a matter of fact, we can go on and on. Today's show will examine the impact immigrant inventors have had in shaping America through our guests, who are just as revolutionary. Welcome to the show, Sanjay. How are you? I'm great, Pamela. Great to be here with you and... Uh some amazing innovators here, so thank you for having me. It's awesome. Rakesh? I'm doing great, Pamela, and I'm so glad to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's time to hear immigrant voices. And <laughs> right here, and not the least of all, Martin I'm Kasper. doing equally good, and I'm glad you invited me to this show. Yes. <laughs> it's time to talk about it, what America would be without immigrant innovators and inventors. And let me just give you a little setup here. You know, according to Forbes magazine, immigrants are the lifeblood of this nation. And many studies have shown that the top 50 immigrant started companies created an average of 150 new jobs per company. Yet resistance to immigrants continues to be accelerated by vile narratives, as we know, of crime and unflattering stories in the media and by some politicians. So what do you think is the reason for the resistance of immigrants if truly we are the lifeblood of this country. Sanjay, what are your thoughts? I guess if there's the two words, it's probably fake news. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd probably say education. I think what what we need to embrace is, is the fact that more education needs to be given or provided to our citizens as to what we bring to the table. Mm -hmm. uh, I think many a times... Uh, uh, you know, if, if they're not aware of what the impact an immigrant makes on the community. Yes. Because a lot of immigrants, by nature, they, they are not always uh, extroverted. They are not always sharing all the things they do. You know, we, we are more about doing things as opposed to going out and sharing. You know what? <laughs> so, so we need to go out and, and you know, uh, share some of the things in a positive way, in a, not okay. in a bombastic way. 
And I think if if we do some of that, besides all the work we do already, mm-hmm. I think that would, you know, make us better aware as well as, you know, the community will, you know, react more favorably. <laughs> well, that's a very good point. Yeah. Um, Rakesh, what do you think? Because is it then lack of the information or is it just some people choose not to pay attention? It's in in a way it's lack of information, but in many other ways it's uh, it's uh, the the immigrant themselves they're trying to keep a low profile mm-hmm. until you know there, there are many way many reasons for that and some people uh, you know they're they're struggling with their uh, uh, immigration status they feel right. like oh we have to do something or we could we could make ourselves more uh, known after we get cleared past our immigration mm-hmm. status. And that's one thing. Apart from that, well, one thing, people have to educate other, uh, or immigrants have to educate other people over here and, you know, make their story known. For the most part, m- many of the immigrants coming here into the country, they are bringing in a lot of resources and uh, also uh, capital from their own country. And that goes unnoticed in many cases and that's that's what is powering a, a, a good part of the economy here. Absolutely. So that's Martin, if we go by education being the issue, meaning information, dissemination mm-hmm. about what immigrants are doing, however, think about the fact that everybody in America comes from some immigrant heritage. Correct. Mm-hmm. How do you square that? <laughs> well, I think information is a critical thing we talk about. Yes. And you've really started something that needs to be you know amplified mm-hmm. within the uh, immigrant uh, communities or society mm-hmm. because you are exposing the fact that the immigrant community is creating a knowledge base mm-hmm. in this part of the world mm-hmm. which was never there and if you consider it as a knowledge base we're a critical part of this nation that's a very important point what about the fact that well, for those who even know, still, they think that you, innovators, mm-hmm. Martin, Rakesh, Sanjay, are stealing jobs. Right. So <laughs> that part, you know, it's, I would say, is ignorance mm-hmm. because education is at different levels, right? Correct. People get educated based on their level of exposure. Right. If you're not properly exposed, you're not going to be exposed to the right education that you need to know about immigrants coming into this place. Because immigrants come here, most of them are going through the same standards for screening for people that are already citizens. Yes. So why should you ignore that they're coming to steal jobs? You know, people, uh, in my case, uh, when I came here, I came like a foreign student, right, international student. I paid cash for yes. school. That's mm-hmm. right. So if I came sure. here, you know, sneaking in, I wouldn't have money to pay go, to go to school. I went through that process, and only that, I got certified to be here as a creator. You know, based on my inventions, I got the green card. So it was a process I went through, and after that, I got through the classification due to the knowledge base of these people here already. How do you classify somebody here to be a contributor? You go through the process. Mm-hmm. Standardization, they didn't give me substandard because I was from Africa or from somewhere else. They screened me the same way that they would screen any company or any uh, innovator in the United States. Mm-hmm. So why should you look at the immigrant different? 
That's a very good question, Rakesh. My question to you is, as an innovator, inventor, tell me a little bit about some of your inventions and how you have contributed to this economy. Yeah. It's the spirit of stealing jobs, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 the topic about stealing jobs, I think that's, that's a very misinformed topic, a misinformed subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, in many ways, we are creating new jobs. We are creating jobs that are otherwise not, not, not even here or probably going to some other countries. Mm-hmm. And as me, my very first business here was... was uh, manufacturing a product that I had designed and created. And uh, for the most part, it was a product that we assembled here. And otherwise, things like that, those would be done in China. And in order to control the quality of it, I had to set up a manufacturing facility here. And uh, I employed many people into that business. So uh, that's that's one one example of a business that mm-hmm. you know that we started here and mm-hmm. created new jobs in there. But there are very isolated instances of immigrants coming in and stealing jobs. Mm-hmm. But that it's it's only to a certain extent that's true. Mm-hmm. But it's in many ways it's replacing the jobs than uh, stealing jobs. A very good point. Sanjay, you are more in, you're very much involved in community. Yeah. So you would know more in terms of the dynamics of the immigrant contributions. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about your platform in regards to the aspect of reconciling immigrants' jobs and Americans feeling that way. Are the jobs, jobs that Americans want, by the way, based on your assessment working with immigrants, with businesses in general? Absolutely. So all going, you know, we are an open business community. Mm -hmm. Every citizen of this country, including immigrants and actually now, you know, even the world can join all going as a business. Mm -hmm. So it's a business to business community for small businesses. Mm -hmm. So we give an opportunity to every business owner to join all going, share their story, connect to other businesses and find ways to partner up and grow. And our community is growing. We have over 60,000 members now. And out of that, I would say 80% are from the U.S. And, you know, it's it's an amazing platform. I mean, we have businesses, uh, you know, from local businesses here in Orange County who have joined, mm-hmm. you know, from roofing to solar to technology to even gardening. So, you know, we have, you know, businesses of all different aspects joining or going and, you know, using it as a platform to share. Uh, now, uh, on all going, everybody is equal. You know, it doesn't matter whether you're an immigrant or, or not. You know, we, we, we give equal status. And actually, we go beyond that. You know, if we find that a business is struggling or uh, you know, it's a veteran-owned mm-hmm. business or, or a minority-owned business, we actually even try to help them out even more so to, to give them more visibility on the platform and also give them, you know, more featured, I would say, listings so that they can actually grow out and, you know, do bigger business. So in other so, words, yes. you are actually empowering American businesses. Absolutely. And you are an immigrant. And I'm an immigrant and, and I have businesses <laughs> who are joined from, I would say, all states of U.S. at this point. You know, Correct. I, I can comfortably say that. 
and uh, and they love the platform and and you know and and they know who I am too you know because yeah. I do share I'm one of the active members so. and and they love it that you know here I am helping all of our american businesses you know share their stories give them a voice and help them grow yeah. absolutely yeah. <laughs> so now you know now that we've observed that we've said this our protocols observed yes. immigrants are not stealing jobs immigrants actually contributing. So now let's go into something maybe worth learning sure. about. Yeah. What is it that fuels the mind of an innovator? Rakesh. Yeah, good question. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm curious. Cause how yes. many do you have? I mean, how many have you had? <laughs> well, I think what what fuels mind of an innovator is always trying to make things better. Okay. Trying to uh make uh, make things simpler mm-hmm. in in many ways mm-hmm. or that that has been true for most of the things that I have done yes and trying to make things or trying to make anything be it a process or be it a device or be it anything that you're using on a day-to-day basis yes. if you see that there is a issue with that you try to make it easier faster mm-hmm. simpler or anything any other word that applies to it absolutely mm-hmm. martin how has your innovation what is it that fuels you and how have you transformed the american's life <laughs> well that's an interesting question first of all like we said education or knowledge is very critical you know for a lot of people to use to navigate you know things that are around the environment right so you have to first of all understand what innovation means correct so if you understand innovation understand innovation you know pretty good mm-hmm. then you can be able to navigate mm-hmm. uh, how to use innovation or identify or assess an innovator mm-hmm. now in my case you know I looked at innovation from a point of you know creating value add to an invention mm-hmm. you sure. know once you do that mm-hmm. you know um, and the businessman will be excited yes. you because you are there now to increase the sales volume mm-hmm. which was never there because it was just a uh, flat mm-hmm. So the mind of an innovator is just constantly, you know, thinking of ways to have that value add or setting the standards higher and higher and higher. As you acquire the standards higher and higher, you make the people who are going to be uh, threshold consuming, you know, part of the world mm-hmm. uh, more life fulfilling. Absolutely. Sure. So I'm going to ask the last question. Everybody give me a brief answer. Mm-hmm. So we have the Muslim ban. We have the wall. We have the children who are separated from their parents trying to come in here, potential inventors, potential innovators. How do you think this country would be affected if we stopped encouraging immigrants to come to the United States? Sanjay? Well, there will be no United States then, right? Because we are a country of immigrants and by immigrants. You know, at the end of the day, we got to think broadly. We, thought, we got to think equally. Mm-hmm. And we really got to think that who are we to become? Are we a country that is, you know, by by and large, uh, a true democracy that that gives equal representation and opportunity mm-hmm. to all citizens and you know all people, regardless of who they are and where they came from? And that okay. that's what the ideals are about. Or are we to become a closed nation, you know, which uh, is on an island and trying to build all these walls? Both, okay. both physical as well as metaphorical. Okay. And I'm sure the answer is clear. So I, I think uh, we've always been a country that has given uh, tremendous opportunities, you know, to citizens and, and, you know, people from all over the world. And I think we ought to be 
saying we should remain that. <laughs> I think Sanjay has said it for us all. All you have to think about is the Einsteins, yes. the Murdochs, yes. the Levi's. Yeah. What would this country be? The hamburgers that we eat. Absolutely. <laughs> all immigrant imports, right? Yes. So thank you so much for that sound discussion. We will continue that conversation in our impact talks when we do the one-on-one stories. So thank you so much. And if you're just listening to us, this is Impact with Pamela Ann Chang on Radio Pacifica. We will now take a music break. Okay, Latin sensation Mac Anthony and Vivi Mibida.
Welcome back. After that enlightening discussion with our very accomplished immigrant innovators, we will now switch gears to our impact talks with them to learn so much more about what it takes to become an inventor. And first off, we will have conversation with our special immigrant, Mr. Martin Casper, founder and president and CEO of VSI Technologies, Inc., also known as Solomatic.com. Mr. Casper is here with us, and he's a distinguished engineer who has worked as senior global quality engineer and worked with so many, many companies, Fortune 500 companies, including Zero Graphics, Xerox, Aerospace, Rockwell, Boeing, Window Treatment Systems, Mac Stripe, quite a few to name them all. He is a 2018 Lifetime Achievement nominee for Marquises Who's Who in Science and Engineering. Welcome to Impact Talks, Mr. Thank Prasper. you. Thank you. So good to have you. So what is Marquises Who's Who in Science and Engineering? And you had that award. Well, Marquis basically goes, you know, uh, probing the uh, community or, you know, the professions or mm-hmm. different professionals. Okay. And they are based on your background. They assess you, see if you are, you know, worth archiving. Oh, my gosh. That's the, uh, the shortest phrase I can use, worth archiving. Like I said, we'll so, be hearing more about you. Yeah. Americans will know more about you as we go on. So Yeah, so I got, I got nominated for that. Before mm-hmm. they had given me the uh, Who is Who in Science and Engineering mm-hmm. way back, I, I can't remember what year. Uh, but <laughs> recently, they uh, nominated me for uh, Lifetime Achievement awesome. for Who is Who in Science and Engineering. That's wonderful. So let's go back to the beginning. What brought you to the United States? You said it briefly, but tell me about your origins. Okay, I was born and raised in Cameroon. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a small country in the west coast of West Africa. Yes. And uh, having the innovative mind, mm-hmm. I wanted to study abroad. Mm-hmm. So my parents were capable of sending me abroad, and uh, I chose United States. Okay. So I came here basically to go mm-hmm. to school, mm-hmm. get it, and go back home and help my people. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody can you know, afford to come to the United States yeah. to get that uh, upgrade in education. Yes. A lot of smart guys there, but the resources are limited. So I came here, 1982. I know it's pretty long now, but uh, <laughs> 1982, that's 30, about 36 years now. Yes. So it's been a, a real, you know, uh, very interesting journey. To say the least. Yeah. So let me ask you another question because... We don't have much time, but these things are really important to talk about. And you've worked with Fortune 500 companies that we yeah. listed, mm-hmm. and you decided to do your own thing. Tell us about your Solomatic.com or your CEO of VSI Technologies. Okay. After, you know, uh, decades in the corporate world, mm-hmm. you know, I, uh, I realized that I wasn't really going to achieve my dream as a worker. Okay. I got all the achievements there. I got awards in the corporate world, but it still did not, you know, hit what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I said the only way to get it is to get out of the corporate world. Okay. So I attempted it the first time; it didn't work. I attempted it <laughs> the next time, and it did work. Yes. Because basically, I said, you know, um, if I stay here, I can get out as getting out in a diaper. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Well, <laughs> 
if you get out in a diaper mode, you mean retired, like retired. Old, really old? Yeah, retired. <laughs> uh, you probably be serving, you know, as a uh, welcome person at Walmart or something, you know. Yes. I, I don't want to get out as in a diaper mode, so I decided to get out <laughs> early. So I, I breached mm-hmm. to what we call bridging to retirement. Okay. So I breached to retirement mm-hmm. to create my own mm-hmm. setup based on my inventions, and. Uh, try to do what I wanted to really do, yes. provide solutions mm-hmm. for people that need uh, problem solving. Mm-hmm. So I came up with uh, VSI Technologies, yes. basically VSI. Can we take a look? Is that what we have down there? Well, this is where the innovation kicks in. Yeah, for listeners, we are looking at a panel here, and when we release our videos, you can certainly see Martin's invention. It's beautiful. Yes. Describe it for us. Yeah, well, this is a G-Flex globe, mm-hmm. g Basically, for garden, right. um, flex is flexible. Okay. So we, using the innovative, you know, aspect of things, we change the way people interpret garden lighting. Okay. So, this is a garden light. Okay. Normally, garden lights are you know little chromy lights that will sit there. Yes. You can't even enjoy the flower garden. Okay. No. So if you're gonna enjoy garden mm-hmm. at night time, you need a G flex. Okay. So. The flex comes in there. It comes in a professional version. Professional mm-hmm. version means it has cell phone charging mm-hmm. because today, today things are changing. Absolutely, it's not like the you know arcade, the decades that passed when mm-hmm. people had no idea of what you know technology was and they were you know like in a stone age yeah. way of living. Yes, any beautiful, it's a beautiful woman like you. You need to be in the garden at night as well, <laughs> I guess. right? And you can't be in the dark. Yes, you yes. need a light. You need a light that will be able to. I mean, not expose you, but yes. cool light. Exactly. So, so we came up with G-Flex. Mm-hmm. But G-Flex is a byproduct of Solomatic. Oh, I see. So do you have other products? Yes. My first product was Solomatic, mm-hmm. which is a fusion of two words, Yes. solar automatic. Okay. So, and that is tied mostly on electromechanicals, which was my specialty. Okay. So uh, I have a head rail system mm-hmm. that runs the blinds that you guys Yes. can use in your homes. Okay. And the sun is the main control, you know, mm-hmm. backing on all those, you know, functions of uh, any mechanical, you know, uh, operation that the blind will have. Mm-hmm. So the sun's intensity will generate the power that, you know, it uses to do what it needs to do. Yes. And uh, during the day, it work all day in responding to the sun's intensity. And at night time, it will go back to home position when it closed. So we're saying uh, inventors come and go. As one generation has moved, you've come, and yep. tomorrow there will be new inventors. Do you have a message for future inventors? Oh, definitely. Young immigrants who are coming and have these ideas and don't know where to begin. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think the first thing I will say mm-hmm. to young inventors who are coming tomorrow mm-hmm. is when you get here, don't get excited with the invention first. Okay. Because once you do that, Mm-hmm. You will miss the boat. Okay. I strongly recommend personally they go through the American screening process, okay. which means you go get a job, mm-hmm. demonstrate your capabilities, right. tap from the knowledge base of existing Americans who yes. are here already, yes. mm-hmm. and then merge it with yours, okay. and then come out and make a solid product to fix the world's problem. You've said it all. So imagine, what would America be without inventors, one word? Basically, the world will stop. So America will stop. So Whatever it's doing right now is excelling, will stop. 
So America, please wake up. We need immigrant inventors. Thank you so much, Martin. That was very illuminating because you have an illuminating product. Thank you. And um, you can be sure to check out Martin's products. Where? Where can they find your products? Solomatic.com. Okay, you heard it, solamatic.com. And this is Impact with Pamela Ann Chang on Pacifica Radio, KPFK 90.7 FM. Today on Impact Talks, we welcome Rakesh Tamabatula, founder and CEO of the revolutionary Quicksonic Facial Massage Tool. Rakesh has a background in IT engineering, has always been innovative and highly interested in creating all things tech and electronic. After moving from Hyderabad, India, to the U.S. in 2008, Rakesh hit the ground running as an entrepreneur. In 2009, his first official venture, Innovity, was born. Rakesh created ultralight and slim outdoor price display for gas stations, which arguably became the slimmest design in the world. In addition, he founded ECE in 2015, a tech and solutions startup aimed at simplifying mailing and shipping processes through the use of smart self-service kiosks and apps. In 2016, Rakesh founded Theo Pharmacy, a mail order and semi-retail pharmacy which offers fulfillment services for online prescriptions. Rakesh's latest venture, Quicksonic, launched in 2017. Quite the portfolio. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So good to have you too. So please tell us a little bit about your immigrant journey in terms of what motivated you to leave Hyderabad, India, to come to the United States. Sure. My my immigrant story is a little bit strange as compared to everyone else. I think everyone dreams about coming to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And uh, me, uh, growing up in Hyderabad, I was so comfortable there. I was so comfortable with my family spoiling me with everything that I had asked for. I never wanted to leave the country. I always wanted to be in India. And, yeah, I always wanted to be a, a entrepreneur and take all my innovations uh, big with uh, uh, with my business or starting a business in India. But it so happened that I came to visit my brother here uh, without any plan. And my brother, he sought uh, some help from me to uh, improve his business. Mm-hmm. And while helping him with his business, I saw the opportunity here, which I felt it's it's nowhere else to be found. And that pretty much drew me to the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, here I am. And I, I now call this, uh, call United States my home. That's interesting. You know, most immigrants come, they're running away from persecution, poverty and all that. But... You thought you had it all. I until thought you got I had here. it all. Yes, until I, <laughs> until I got here, and then I saw how how much more easier it was to do, to things, do things here, here. or in in a way to you know pursue your dreams. Yes. So in front of me here, for listeners who can't see, but we have some of your products. This is the call it a quick sonic facial massage. Yeah, this is the most innovative or the latest. Uh, skincare device yes. and it's Quixonic Zoe mm-hmm. uh, Zoe is, is what we call our product it's a okay. cute little name as cute as the product yeah, and uh, it's a multifunctional skincare device mm-hmm. and uh, the main function for this is cleansing the cleansing your skin and you can do it far better and far more efficient than using your hands or okay. any other washcloths uh, that you, you would uh, normally use and in addition to that, you could also be using it for massaging and anti-aging and more than anything for if 
a really efficient product application. So, in the spirit of being an inventor, and you are a serial entrepreneur, if there's such a word. I sure am. You sure are. <laughs> and I just read a list, a plethora of your inventions. Tell me how revolutionary this is compared to what we might have out there. Because I want to bring out the inner innovation that immigrants have. Yes, sure. Mm-hmm. This this is a really simple device, mm-hmm. but it is so revolutionary in terms of the technology it's packed okay. in there. Mm-hmm. And it is a technology that has been out there, but not utilized for this purpose mm-hmm. uh, all these years. Mm-hmm. So uh, th- th- this was something... Do so you think you've changed something in the market and in, um, improving the lifestyles? Sure. Uh, it, it has uh, improved life- lifestyles by making... Uh, tedious process, very simple. That's awesome. What is a singular characteristic of someone that has an inventor mind? Because um, maybe there are people out there think that they have it. What is the characteristic? How do you I know? I believe they're <laughs> they're a little bit crazy. <laughs> crazy <laughs> trying to change cuckoo. things, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to be crazy and uh, daring to think different. Because many people, I think we all think about stuff. Oh, I, I could do something maybe to improve my kitchen utensils and stuff but we don't what is it that takes you to the next step to actually doing it well that that's exactly one of the main reason why uh, i feel it's much easier in mm-hmm. this country but anything that you try to do differently mm-hmm. uh, when i was back home in india uh, there was no encouragement or if you try to do anything different yes uh, everyone tries to look down on you as if uh, it has never been done that way. Why, mm-hmm. sh- why, why are you trying to do it this way? What makes you mm-hmm. uh, uh, so different or what makes you uh, uh, so big that you, you think you can go out and change it? That's a, very good, that's a very good point that you make. And that's the beautiful thing about this country, that it opens your mind. Absolutely. You so have the freedom to do anything. You have the freedom to think and to do what you want. And we love America. So what is your message to Americans who think that Rather than improving their lives, you may be taking away as an immigrant because we need to put it out there. Uh, I feel every immigrant who's coming uh, into this country, they are contributing to the country in some or other way. Yes. Uh, is, uh, either it's with hard labor or with innovative uh, things that, that they're bringing out and uh, uh, inventing. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, there are many other countries which are far better in terms of the things that they have there. But what makes U.S. the the most advanced country in the world is the inventions or the patents, or in other words, the IP that, that it holds. So that's the stronghold of the country. Mm-hmm. And I believe for the most part, the inventions or the IP is held by most uh, uh, many immigrants who, who come into the country. Yeah, talk about that. How do you get to be the owner of a patent? You know, very briefly. Uh, well, if it's it's a uh, it's a simple process. Mm-hmm. You just have to put your invention into uh, black and white, mm-hmm. into uh, literary terms that uh, could differentiate you or distinguish you from uh, other other inventions or other things that are around Mm -hmm. and uh, you just have to file file it with the uh, the, appropriate agency and here in the u.s it's the uspto okay and you have how many of these uh at the moment i have yeah i have a, a, a little bit over 10 patents well that equates to financial success it yeah it does but uh uh you know not always well uh 
Sometimes it's something that uh, probably translates into financial success uh, uh, many years down the road. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I I definitely have seen financial success with uh, everything I already have under my belt. That's fantastic. So what's the key word in terms of doing more and more and more and more? Uh, More and more, it's just just wake up motivated wanting to change things wake up motivated that is so fantastic how can we find um where can our listeners find your quick sonic for, because i know listeners are curious they want to have good skin yes everyone <laughs> needs good skin and you can make your skin better by going onto our website qyksonic.com qyksonic.com i wonder why i had a hard time pronouncing that so easy thank you so much Thank you. Well, we've learned a lot today, and uh, thank you for taking the time to stop by on Impact to Impact the Lives of Immigrants and Americans. And this is Impact on Pacifica Radio. I'm Pamela Anjang. And now we welcome to Impact Talks Mr. Sanjay B. Dalal, founder and CEO of All Going, a leading business community. He is a digital marketing consultant, author, speaker, and serial entrepreneur and community volunteer. Sanjay spent his first 18 and a half years growing up in Ahmedabad, India. He graduated second in high school and was ranked in the top 35 students in Gujarat State Board exam in science. He founded the Indo-American Association after high school and was active in community organizing, social and cultural events. Welcome to Impact of Sanjay. Pamela, great to be here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, I just had to add the fact that you were second in high school, in your high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you have a brain. You know, they say, well, it's a stereotype. But it's a good stereotype. The <laughs> Indians are the smartest people. Well, I was second to to a, a good friend of mine, and and I always felt like, how did she get better marks than me? Really, <laughs> a I long want... time, but she is pretty amazing too. She's and she's a... also in the U.S. by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> so, so, so women are better, I guess you could say that. Okay. <laughs> or smarter. Okay. Well, you're yeah. smart, yeah. and uh, you wouldn't be here on the show now because yes, you're so. an innovator, and we'll Thank talk you. about that. Absolutely. Tell me in a summary, what brought you to the United States? You did so well in India. What happened? Why did you come over here? So that's a great question, and I wouldn't be here actually, and I, I owe it to my parents, and and more importantly to my older sister. Okay. Because she she definitely wanted to come here for her master's degree, and she was uh, in love with the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a little story before that, my my father came to the U.S. in 1957. Okay. On a Rotary Foundation scholarship, and then he went to Stanford, but then of course eventually he settled back in India. So she probably had the same excitement as my dad, and she says, I'm going to U.S. Dad. I, I want to do my master's. And and my dad was a little bit anxious because, you know, being a woman, she wasn't very sure about whether she should go. And here I'm sitting, I'm hearing the conversation. I'm like, you know, what, what if I go with her? <laughs> so I wasn't even in the equation. Then I, I asked my father, like, what if I go with her? Then you will feel comfortable. And you know what? I'll also oh, get so some education. Oh, so you want to be the protector? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, I'll, I'll also get education with her. Okay, good. And uh, lo and behold, he eventually agreed. He kind of, yes. of, of course, he had a chat with my mother. And yes. I think they both uh, said, yeah, as long as you guys are together, you know, you can right. both go together. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Well, your yeah. story is pretty unique then. Yes. Because you is. didn't come out of desperation. And that's yeah. something that Americans ought to know and yeah. listeners need to know. Not yeah. every immigrant comes here because they're desperate. Yeah. In some cases, it's just maybe educational opportunities and... Absolutely. You know, like Tremendous, you, uh, tremendous case, education. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, in your yeah. case, trying to be a... Yeah. Chaperone for your sister. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. I mean, it's been said that there's, we talk about brain, uh, brain drain, because yes. India is one of those countries that really produces a lot of intelligent people. They're very good at science and yes. engineering and all of that. Yes. Is it kind of like a reverse drain coming to the United States, or is this just surplus? Because well, so that, it, it did happen. I think mm-hmm. I would say if you look back at the history and a lot of immigrants who came from India in the mm-hmm. U.S. in the 70s, 80s, and even in 90s, uh, back then the Indian economy wasn't as great, nor the opportunities were there, you know, mm-hmm. for Indians who did well in, let's say, sciences and yeah. math and engineering. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Indians who were focused on those primary, those disciplines, they said, you know, where is the place to find better opportunities? So yeah. all of them, they came to the U.S., yes. including me and, and my sister for pursuing better education, mm-hmm. you know, for engineering, and um, and then eventually finding opportunities to settle here, not not to just take what America gives you, but also in a way to grow into the culture, into the community, and also hopefully give back. Yeah. And, and you will see that more often than not, you know, for, especially from the engineering community. Absolutely. Yeah. I say that because yeah. in terms of what people think of the quality of immigrants yes. who live in the United States, yes. we're not all armed robbers. Absolutely. Actually, that's why I says the brain drain is taking away from other countries <laughs> and so really to empower this country. And you've done so with your innovation. Tell me about all going. Let me just pick this up, listeners. It's called all going. And uh, Sanjay, what is O-Going and why O-Going? <laughs> That's a great question, fellow. <laughs> so O-Going is, is a spin, of course, as you can see, the word, the letter O and the word going. And O comes, um, there are a couple of ways to look at it. You know, I'm from India, as you know by now, and, and O has to do with the sound Om, which means, you know, it gives you a lot of peace and, oh. and it gives you that calmness. Uh, o also means, you know, opportunities, you know, mm-hmm. so I said, you know, and, and then going means flourishing ah, and going places. So it's a combination of of two things here. And, and frankly, even I wasn't sure of this, uh, this word. So my best test was, you know, what I asked my kids, I said, what do you think, I going or O going? And I just let them forget about it. Then I, in a few days, I asked them, what do you guys think? And I said, Dad, O-going. Okay. So, so that's it? when I said, let's go with O-going. <laughs> Thank you. So what is it about? What is O-going? Yes. A- so, so O-going, my vision is that small businesses, you know, we are the lifeline of the country. In the United States, mm-hmm. there are about 29 million small businesses. And, yes. and they create more than about two-thirds of the jobs, believe it or not. Small businesses create most of the jobs. And they, you know, they are, they are, they are the ones that impact the economy here. Absolutely. So I said, you know, you have all these big social networks like Facebook and LinkedIn and mm-hmm. Twitter, and you know, Google Plus, which is actually closing this year. Uh, but look, they're all focused on big things, but nobody's focused on small businesses. Wow. So I said, what if I create this beautiful business network for small businesses from the ground up? And provide a platform for businesses to share their stories, give them a voice, Absolutely. and find a way to connect to each other. And and that's kind of, it was altruistic, but also I felt eventually, if I can make a difference for our business owners, you know, why not? <laughs> that's interesting. So yeah. I'm going to ask you the same question that I ask others. Yeah. What is it that motivated you 
in terms of it's one thing to think about it. Yeah. The inner innovator in you to yes. then do that. What is it that motivates someone to actually go from thought to action? I think the, the innovators, there is a sense of purpose, what, what they're trying to achieve, you know, and it's not selfish. It's something that they want to do something larger than life. Correct. They want to make a difference, you know, either, you know, if you're, you know, a business innovator, difference mm -hmm. in the lives of business people. If you are an innovator for consumers in the lives of, you know, people who use their iPhones, you know, if you may, right? So, so it's it's a sense of purpose is larger than yes. life, if you may. You know, they want to make an impact. They want to create a difference. And that's what drives them. It's it's not about the money. I think many a times the ones who are about the money, yeah, they may realize their dreams, but, you know, they will still feel unfulfilled. That's I think ultimately the ones who really go the distance and, you know, make a big impact are the ones who have a sense of purpose. Yeah. You know what? That is well said. Yeah. So tell me, with all going, yeah. how do businesses get on the platform? Well, very simple. Go to ogoing.com, <laughs> O-G-O-I-N-G, it's, 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 as it's spelled. Yes. And it just takes two minutes to create your business profile and mm -hmm. start sharing your stories. And if, if you find Facebook... And Twitter to be as easy. My goal is to make all going easier. Easier. <laughs> and, you know, you should be able to get on it and, and as I say, get going. <laughs> is there a fee? There is no fee to join all going. We have kept it free. Um, mm -hmm. And we're going to keep it free. We have over 60,000 businesses who have joined now. Mm -hmm. We do have a business model for businesses who need some additional exposure and want some extra boost on the community. And, you know, they pay a very modest fee. But that's only if you need to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah. what's next for Sanjay? Well, my vision has been to grow going into a big community one day, but not big in terms of numbers, big in terms of impact, big in terms of how it can make a difference to that local business, mm -hmm. you know, be it a, a coffee shop or be it a solar installer or be it a roofing company or be it, uh, you know, somebody who's providing technology services or be it innovators like we have today. Absolutely. And, you know, if it can create that impact for them where, through ongoing, if they can find even one or two or a few business contacts and that help them grow their business, you know, that's what gets me happy. That's what gets me going. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That was just fascinating. Right. So I think the key message I got from you, purpose, purpose, yes. purpose and being altruistic. So thank you so much, Sanjay, and keep being the change that you want, right? I really would love to do that. Absolutely. Thank you, Pamela, for having me. Yeah. You're welcome. That is the spirit of the immigrant innovator in the United States. And you're listening to Impact with Pamela Ann Chang on Pacifica Radio. Uh, after all that great conversation, I hope you're having a great time as we have more fun stuff. As we move on to our Impact Best Surf Word, please take the time to join us on our Facebook page at Impact with Pamela Ann Chang. Follow me on Instagram at Pam Ann Chang and Twitter at Pamela Ann Chang. And now on to a Best Surf Word. Our Impact Best Self Word today will provide you with inspirational words that will carry you through your journey to your American dream. For that, we turn to Dr. Lorraine Nieber, a servant leader, champion, and advocate for women's business leadership and girls' empowerment. Take it away, Dr. Nieber. Thanks, Pamela. And good day, everybody. Our Best Self Word of the day today is Essence. The word essence has many definitions, but in looking at being our best self, a couple of really poignant ones from Merriam-Webster stand out for me. Essence, the individual, real or ultimate nature of a thing, 
as opposed to its existence. The second definition is essence, the most significant element, quality, or aspect of a thing or a person. Powerful words here, the real or ultimate nature, the most significant element or quality of a thing or a person. It is clear to me from these definitions that the essence of who we are surpasses our surroundings or where we happen to exist. We are so much more than that. We embody a long line of ancestors and cultures and experiences and successes and failures. There is so much more to us than our daily existence. I have to say, in an often hectic and action-oriented world, we sometimes forget to step back and reconnect with the essence of who we are, with our true identity. I even dare say some people have never even made the emotional and physical investment to fully understand who they are, where they come from, what they are made of, because that is the essence of who you are. One of the most high-profile experiences we have witnessed around identity and maintaining one's core is with the late President Nelson Mandela, who was also known as Madiba or teacher. A lot has been written about his understanding of his identity and who he was. I imagine that to a great extent, this helped him stay dignified through multiple stints in prison, including the 27-year-long prison sentence, even when he was mistreated and scorned by his jailers. I dare say his sense of identity and essence propelled him to not only become the first black president of South Africa, a remarkable feat in itself, but also to demonstrate leadership to a whole new generation, not just in South Africa, but across the world. When we know who we are, the essence of ourselves, external circumstances may slow us down, but they cannot truly stop us. It is so important to get to know who you really are, where you come from, what makes you who you are, your essence. And we have come to the end of our exciting show, Impact, on KPFK 90.7 FM. We hope you enjoyed our candid conversations with all our guests. Thanks to our formidable panel for a wonderful time, and special thanks to our assistant producer and sound engineer, D'Angelo Jones, who makes us sound great. Please join our conversation by sharing your thoughts on our Facebook page at Impact with Pamela Ann Chang and follow me on Instagram at Pam Ann Chang, Twitter at Pamela Ann Chang, and finally www.immigrantmagazine.com, Voice of Immigrants in America. We hope you tune in to our next show, Impact on KPFK 90.7 FM, where immigrants and Americans discuss America today with me, your host, Pamela Anchang. We will now leave you with more music spotlight from Music Master Charles, giving you only the best of world music. Master Charles, what do you have for us? You will love this, Pamela. A reggae piece from Trinidad and Tobago, Isaac Blackman, through the ceiling. What's